Voter turnout may well determine the outcome of today's presidential election here in the U.S. And if turnout is high, the total number of ballots cast could be close to 130 million. Sounds like a pretty big number, right? Not by the standards they use in India. Voter participation in the world's most populous democracy is traditionally high and rising. Hartash Ball is political editor of Open, a weekly current affairs magazine in India. He says the country faces many of the same challenges we do when it comes to national elections, but its electorate is a whole lot bigger. The electorate have, I think, about 700 million voters turning out. (laughs) And the election takes place in phases. You cannot possibly cover the entire country in one day. So the elections are staggered over 10 or 15 days in different parts of the country. Whichever part of the country happens to go to the polls, firms, government and private are required to give a holiday on that particular day. There's a considerable amount of enthusiasm that the voting process, the day of voting, has a certain atmosphere to it, which is sort of more like a fair. It's a sense of participation in something important. It sounds like it's uh, literally a holiday. Well, yeah, it literally is a holiday. (laughs) Now, uh, people often talk about the logistical challenges here in the United States, diverse populations across cities and rural areas. We have some language issues uh, and and the number of people at polling stations. But, I I mean, compared to India, as you say, with 700 million people voting, um, how is it that India can manage such successful elections? We have a separate federal autonomous body that has its own funding, its own budget, that actually takes charge of the election machinery uh, going into the elections on election day and up till counting. And the political process, whether it's, we also have a federal system, whether it's the center or the states, has no say in the election process, whether it is deciding who can vote, who cannot vote, what identification is needed for voting. This is all under this autonomous body. It is totally depoliticized from the system. The political parties do not see this as a partisan process. Neither do the voters. Now, I understand also that um, there is a high voter turnout among uh, the poor in India. And with all due respect, it it seems like a a voting bloc that might be easily manipulated. Yes, there are allurements to rural voters. There is a direct transfer of money. There is even distribution of liquor. But Quite apart from that, this is a tendency that goes across all parts of India, that the turnout of the poor, the less well-to-do in this country, is higher than the middle class and the well-to-do. And this can't simply be explained in terms of allurements or inducements. It is actually a process by which they feel empowered, because it is one of the few ways in which they engage with the political system or the administration. So, so it's it's a moment during the year, perhaps, or a moment during every few years where the poor actually feel like they can control something in their own lives. Well, yeah, if, if you can't get your legislator to work for you, at least you can vote him out of power. <laughs> Even that is empowering in some way or the other. Hartosh Singh Ball, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That was a pleasure.